Hello? Why do we why do we support Israel? Oh yeah. Why do we support Israel? Um I yeah. thought I thought there was another guy who had that topic called Ryan. Is that you? No, it might be a popular popular topic right now though, but it just came off the top of my head. I don't know who this Ryan guy is, but um yeah, we give Israel like I don't know, what is it, uh four so, billion so dollars you... a year a year in support, something like that. Oh yeah? Is that the United States? Yeah, exactly. The United States gives Israel like four billion dollars a year in financial aid. But here we got a oh, wow. huge homeless population. Like we have we have an epidemic of homeless people here. So we're helping Israel more than we're helping our own country. It's crazy. Yeah, that's uh that sounds a bit odd. I mean um I mean I have no idea. Is that uh, is that advertised somewhere? Like, yeah, is that just, something yeah, that the Google. government totally talks yeah, about? It's, uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, they try not to talk about it much, but it's public information. So you could just Google it and you can see in the latest uh, bill how much support we gave Israel. It's oh, crazy. Shit, yeah. More recently, in fiscal year 2019, the U.S. provided $3.8 billion in foreign That's military aid. About. Foreign military aid, Israel. Israel also benefits from about $8 billion of loan guarantees. Almost all U.S. aid to Israel is now in the form of military assistance, while the past has also received fuck. So, so it's not just uh, financial <laughs> so aid. It's, it's, it's military. We're giving them weapons. Um, it's crazy. I mean, weapons or, weapons or, uh, uh, or money, it's the same. Um or money, so, or money, because they have their own badass weapons. So maybe we're just helping them buy more, yeah, build more. But either yeah, way, buy crazy, more. right? Um, yeah, I, I don't understand the U.S. foreign affairs. To be honest with you, makes no sense. The only thing I can think of is that everything is being run by the oil companies, so they wanna start shit and destabilize any country that has resources and then they can say oh we need to go in and help you know stabilize it but in reality they're the ones that destabilized it in the first place so that they could get the resources privatized you know this has happened in iraq afghan afghanistan um uh syria <laughs> it's funny it's it's funny you say that because i'm our original iraq so right. I know first, I'm I'm originally from Iraq, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's so cool, dude! I would, oh my god, you you could teach me some shit, because <laughs> I have a whole pod, I have a whole podcast about how our country's fucking up the Middle East. But what do I know? I'm in California, right? I just the only shit, the only information I can get is like over the internet. So like. Holy sure. shit! To be able to talk to some, to be able to talk to somebody like yourself, dude, this is priceless. Wow, I need, <laughs> sure. I need to, what, what I need to shut the have? fuck up. Yeah, I need to shut the fuck up and listen to you. Um, first of all, how do you look at the Which United part, States? Which, 
Which part of uh, California are you from? Northern California, about an hour north of uh, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I've been to San Francisco yeah. last year, 2019. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah it's an awesome place. I've lived there I for about 20 years. How do I look at your country? How do I look at America? I mean... Um, yeah. How do, I, not I, not I, only I, you, but... Not only you, but like the average person there, you know? So, I'm not the average person. The average person would... Um, I, I used to be the average person. So the, the way we see it is, you know, when, when the U.S. first came to Iraq, they're like, oh, our, there are saviors, and so on and so forth, until that, that, that whole thing got uncovered. Yep. And the whole corruption came in, and then then you totally. see that the... So let's first separate the government from the people. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Because 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 you the people vote and then eventually the government does whatever they want to do. That's at the end of the day. Thank you. And, do that and I think I think right. I think the people are the same everywhere. I think it's the governments that are the problem. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are good people and bad people everywhere. Um, what I like um, when I first, I mean, when I first left Iraq, I thought, oh my God, you know, the Iraqis are so. Yeah, they're so uneducated and yada 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 and then I came here and then I found the same um, same behavior you find uneducated and educated people everywhere so yeah so what do I think about the government I think what they're doing is in the best interests in the best short term interest of the United States it's probably not the best for the long term and it's definitely not good for the other countries that they're going and they're you know, they're saying that, oh, we're going to save that country and so on. They're not doing it for because they love us as Iraqis. No. They don't do it because, you know, no. um, they want to be the knight on white horse and be the nope. savior. No, they're just going there because, you know, there is a lot of oil and they can get it for dirt cheap. And they go Thank there, you. they corrupt the different organizations, the government organizations. I mean... The Iraqi government right now is fully corrupt. The, the U.S. dick is all up his, the, the Iraqi government's ass all the way. So, oh, yeah. I bet, <clears throat> I bet, we, I bet I, I, this is just my guess, but I bet we put in another puppet government there. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's been like that since 2003. Mm -hmm. um, whoever got mm -hmm. into power and uh, um, tries to do something good either gets taken down by people who are higher than him or gets taken down by the hungry people around him who are just there for the sake of corruption because they're extremely hungry and they really don't care about the well-being of the people or the well or you know developing their own country and so on so i mean it's purposefully if you think about it if the i like the system in the united states in the sense that people in a sense so that's good um because wow. you have different organizations policing other different organizations and trying try to hold them hold them ac accountable, but uh, we don't have that in Iraq. There we have a figure of power, which is usually the prime minister, the president, and so on, and they get to do what they want. So you can imagine. I don't know if you're pro Trump or or against. No, Trump. I'm not. I'm not pro Trump. I mean, 
yeah but anyways irrespective what what trump did is that he utilized his power in a way that wasn't done before so i can imagine yeah. that multiplied by 100 you get the iraqi government they get to do right. what they want to do when they want to do it irrespective of whether the iraqi people want it or not and then right. eventually where do they get their orders from they get their orders from you know it depends you know, they for the most part they get it from the united states and then they kind of negotiate it with iran and there is you know turkey and then there is neighboring country and then there is saudi by the by the way saudi arabia is another puppet of uh, of the united states Saudi oh, yeah. Arabia oh, yeah. sent a lot of oil barrels to the United States at dirt cheap. And then a lot of investments of Saudi Arabia's money is in San Francisco. A lot of these companies that are surviving right now in, in San Francisco, they they have shit ton of investments from Saudi Arabia. All these, you know, startups and shit like that. It's, hmm. Amazon, wow. which is a lot no, of yeah, no shit. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that angle. That's fascinating. So Saudi Arabia is investing in in startups. Well, Saudi Arabia, there is there is a huge company called Aramco. Saudi Arabia is surviving on oil. Two things: they they that's the the business model. What do they yeah. do? How how do they live? They live off two things: oil and and Hajj, which is basically tourism for Islam Muslims. They right. have to go to Saudi Arabia to to visit those holy places right. and so on. So yeah. these are the two mainstream. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I know about Aramco. Yeah. Yeah, so Aramco, they went public, and then they sold shit ton of shares, and now uh, MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, is investing in all these startup companies. And, and I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, they have a shit ton of money. They don't know what to do with it, right? So they don't care if they yeah. lose 10 20%, 30%. That's like the GTB, GDP of... Of sure. in front. Sure, they get because exactly they're swimming in this cash and they've got to do something with it. Exactly. Yeah. So they throw it, and then they have good relationship with the United States, with the government. They had good relationship with. Now that brings us back to the topic of Israel. They have good relationship with Israel. Um. Same as Dubai, same as most of the Middle East. Um. So yeah. They invest in each other and all these people. Of course, I'm, again, I'm talking right now strictly about the government. So the, I'm talking about the government of Saudi sure. Arabia. Of I'm talking about the government of, of the United Arab Emirates. Of course. Of course. We're talking yeah, about so, politics, <clears throat> not the people, because I believe the people, we're all, we're all so much more alike. There's not many differences, really. So, But yeah, exactly. I want to hear this breakdown. So how is it that the Middle East, is it just financial? That 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 Israel is in bed with Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia has so much cash from oil that they just need to process. They need to put it places. Um, can can you rephrase your question again? Yeah. So why is Israel in bed with Saudi Arabia? In debt. Are, is it just money? Why are they? Why are they partners? Why? Why? Are, why? Are, why do they do business together? Is it just financial? No, it's um, so. First of all, they do business. 
to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about that, but um, um, from what I've read is that um, if if we both hate one person, so we kind of work together to get rid of that person. Gotcha. So for example, gotcha. Saudi- yeah, so Saudi Arabia, gotcha. it's, its interest is to keep the area unstable because uh-huh. that will more powerful and it's the same interest for Israel so they kind of collaborate from that sense and they also I mean same interest for the the United States as well so boom so now so now so now since since you have like all these um, uh, military bases is in Saudi Arabia or close to it because they 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 can protect it. Otherwise, I mean, the United States and Saudi Arabia are really their allies. Um, they yeah. because Saudi Arabia is the only place where the United States can trust putting their own um, military bases there. Although there are military bases in Iraq, but Iraq is an unstable country. Hence, you know, they mm-hmm. can't really fully trust it. Just throw in a military base and have like army there. I think we have a couple yeah. of people. Yeah, let me That's get right. these calls here. What up, and another thing. What's up, my brother? Hey, what's what's up over? What is that? Vid, Cut me is off, that man, vigil man. Q? What's up to you too, my friend? Hey, man. True. Vigil. True. Something. Um, we you you didn't finish your message. Yeah, they, I have no idea why we support Israel because I'm just a regular citizen and uh, it's clear that they have a whole nefarious agenda. And uh, I think, you know, that's why Trump is uh, buddies with them and stuff. He's a part of the Jesuit order and stuff. That's why I've never been, like, believing he's here to drain the swamp or anything like that. But, yo, do me a favor, actually. No matter if you're while I'm here, uh, drop a follow on me, brother. I'll drop a follow on you, too, of course. Yeah, True dab sure, God, yeah. He, he's good people. Yeah. He's, he's, a he's a knowledgeable guy. I was, um, I was leaving messages on his show the other day and he was dropping all kinds of truth bombs. So yeah, he's good peeps for sure. Everybody follow true dab God. And, uh, gotcha. you gotta, you gotta be a powerhouse to be doing dab, to be a dab God. Those things put yeah, me yeah. on my butt. Sure. Wow. So yeah, I mean, and then from the other side, uh, you have the. Have you ever heard the story of Yemen? Well, tell me, tell me from your perspective, because all I know is that we give weapons to Saudi Arabia so that they can commit genocide in Yemen, so that we yeah. can say that we're we're not really doing it directly. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. Um, because Yemen, they they have an they had an uprising against their own uh, government, and then Saudi Arabia was just bombing the people like hell, so that they don't overturn the government. Because you know they are friends with the governments, of course. You know governments are friends with governments. So when you have an uprising yeah. somewhere, and then that government can't really shut it down. So you have Saudi Arabia trying to shut it down by force, of course. So now, let's hear now was the now was this uprising? Was this a legitimate civil war in Yemen, or was this a coup supported by the West? 
So it's not uh, Akusa by the West. It's all like the hardworking people, you know, the people who are living there. It's just, it happened in Iraq as well. It's uh, back in 2019, uh, in October, there was a, there was an uprising in Iraq and they got shut down. Um, okay, so, but, a, so a, le- a legitimate uprising of the people. Yeah, legitimate uprising of the people. And then they got shut, but these people, they got shut down by not the Yemeni government, by the Saudi government, actually. So, and then they've been bombing them ever since. So well, just to... The, so- we- the Saudi government and the U.S. government, because we gave the Saudis hundreds of millions of dollars worth of weapons yeah, for them to yeah. use in Yemen. Of course, yeah, and you wonder this, why. Let me play this message real quick. Thanks, and another yeah. thing. And another thing, I want to do a broadcast with you sometime in the next week or two, so if you can, hit me up on IG or something. <clears throat> Let's try to work out a time that's going to work with your schedule, and I'll make sure that mine matches. True dab God, I would love that. Um, my schedule is pretty flexible over the next week, so let's do that for sure. Love it when people are just talking truth, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, man. Just why don't you give me your perspective? Like I'm just, I'm so curious, man. I am so stoked to be talking to a to a real live person that's that that has knowledge of of that area. Because I think it's just such an atrocity. Like, in my heart, I think all people are the same and that it's governments that divide us. And and why? Because our government wanted your fucking oil, right? Our people, like, I didn't benefit from our government taking your oil. The fucking gas didn't even get cheaper here. That's how much of suckers we are. They don't even have to give us cheaper gas. They send our soldiers over to take over a country so that corporations can make more profit and they don't even have to give us cheaper gas man and we fall for it it's crazy i mean so here's the thing um even let's rewind that back so this you're talking about 2003 when us went to iraq and then they took over but let's talk yes. about a couple of years earlier so 911 yeah, thank you, because what that's the, what started it all, right? That's so that's the precursor, in my opinion. And now that y- we're in yes, COVID, sir. this is 2.0. So this is the yeah. new, this is exactly. the new agenda, the new propaganda, and what have you. Anyways, right. it's very clear. But you know what? If uh, honestly, good for the American government, they are able to produce some kind of a, a, a force, a power to over to to get the people support in whatever they're doing so at some point in time in the 90s they said okay let's sit down how do we get the people support to go to whatever country so that we can increase our american resources so then they said well we have to go to some country how do how do we do that we can't just go and invade some country we have to come up with a story well even if we come up with a story that the iraq has mass destruction weapons and so on and so forth the american people would be like well what the hell do we have to do with that they're all the way over there and they're in, in a different continent there's no way that the iraq is going to come to america yeah. so then they came with this 9 11 uh 
propaganda, the conspiracy. I, I mean, people call yep. it conspiracy. I call it truth because if you go, you actually do the research. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, nothing in 9-11 is, is factual. The, no. the, it, it, defied, it defied laws of physics, all the laws of physics. I'm an engineer Everything, by my brother. I've done so much research and the most so check this out. So we threatened the government we threatened the Taliban that if they didn't join with the Northern Alliance a year before 9/11, we threatened them if you don't join with the Northern Alliance, we're going to invade you. And mm. and because you because you know why? <clears throat> it's all because of an oil pipeline. The TIPI pipeline, Tech, uh, Turkmenistan, India, TIPI, Pakistan, and somewhere else. But it's this pipeline. And um, so we had to, you know, we had to invade. It's, it's, it's all a fucking scam for money. The guy that we put in charge of, of Afghanistan, Ahmed Karzai, that's the guy. He's the ex-head of Unical Oil. He's the guy that came up with the plan for the pipeline. Mm -hmm. So we put him in as president to oversee the, the, the plan. And sure. then our military, I mean, yeah. our military supports it. All these oil companies benefit. Sure. I mean, all, all all companies benefit, but eventually the government will benefit as well. So, uh, if the government didn't benefit, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the lobbyists and whatnot. But what uh, what even concerns me further is that you know, nine eleven that killed multiple people. The government mm -hmm. was able to go all the way to kill up as you know, even if it's a small portion to. To have that accidental people die in 9-11 for the sake of going to another country or declaring war on terrorism and uh, coming up with, you know, all these plans so that they can go there and do all these things for the sole yep. purpose of benefiting their, you know, the government. Absolutely. And that's how you see it. Let me put let me play this message. I appreciate that perspective on Yemen, no medals. Like, really, man. Yeah, like, I, I knew very little about it other than basically uh, what another thing was talking about, which is what we do all over the fucking place and have been doing it forever, where we just militarize a segment of a population in another country and let them do our dirty work so we you know, keep our hands clean. It's, it's really fucked up, man. But I appreciate that you're over here, like, spilling out some of the facts so that I can have a, a broader view of it. Thank you, True Dab God. Chiming in, keeping the conversation going. I love it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that it, you know, I've been told, you know, people have criticized me like, well, if you hate our country so much, meaning the United States, why don't you move somewhere else? And it's not that I hate this country, it's that I'm being sold or told one thing, but then I watch what our foreign policy is, and I watch what our military does, and that's 180 degrees opposite of what we're being told that we stand for, right? 
So, you know, we got drones out assassinating people, but meanwhile, we're saying we're the defenders of the free world. You know, that it doesn't yeah. add up. So bringing up the drones, I have a friend of mine who's uh, doing her, her, she's finishing up her PhD and she specializes in political science and her, she's, she's majoring in exactly the, the, the drone technology used to assassinate, um, uh, figures of power in, 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 uh, in Palestine. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then, oh my God. Uh, She's she's Canadian. She's native. She's uh, original Canadian. She's from Calgary, um, and she's telling me even more stories that I haven't even heard. I mean, I'm from the Middle East, but there is a lot of things that I don't know that you have to dig deep to know. Oh, but, of course, of course. Yeah. So in terms of these people, that those people that tell you, oh, why you hate our country and so on, you, you have to really adapt them. You know, you you just as far as what? Yourself. Why do you hate the United States? You mean? Yeah, I mean, like, hey, I'm not really hating on the country. I'm just against the policies and so on. And uh, oh I mean, no 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 no! People... I'm sorry. Let let me rephrase that. I never I never meant for it to sound like that, because I just want like I was just wondering like, do, are you guys laugh like is the rest of the world laughing at us? Like, what's the general opinion, right? Because I, I get what you're saying. Like, the, the only reason that we have a problem with anybody is because the CIA is out there poking people with a stick. We're sure. fucking with the whole world. We have a thousand military bases around the world. The CIA is overthrowing governments. Recently, Bolivia, Honduras, and Venezuela. Um, you know, I, I we think, overthrew I think, fucking Iran. I think... I th- yeah, I, yeah, Iran is Iran. Sorry, I'm just I'm just connecting to my Bluetooth. Can you hear me? No problem. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I just connected to my Bluetooth. Um, I was saying, uh, yeah. So there is a you'd be interested in a very interesting documentary on YouTube. Uh, it's free, by the way. It's called mm-hmm. uh, Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Oh no, I love Zeitgeist. it. Oh, it's one it's one of my favorite documentaries of all time. Zeitgeist it, itself and then Zeitgeist the addendum. The addendum is a I fant- mean, the- That's a fantastic one cuz that just talks about the financial system. Yeah, I don't And then there's one that talks about like the truth about religion. I mean, uh, oh yeah. Religion big and fun. Big fan of Zeitgeist, yeah. Well, looks like you're reconnecting here. No problem. We're having an awesome conversation, people. Looks like we got a couple listeners here. Who do we got in the house? We've got Vigil Q all up in here. Up in here, up in here. Vigil Q. And we got uh, Tom91 and Quadruple3, Nikki, what up? And Rise. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I was just saying hello to our listeners. Okay, perfect, yeah. So, um, uh, to your point about, uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Um, Um, Basically, U.S. foreign policy, really. Oh, Um, so... 
so in terms of in terms of the people's opinion um about governments right so okay listen yeah Me- media is always wins why because they control people's minds it's as, it. it's as simple as that uh, i was it. in their shoes uh, everybody's everybody starts with the mainstream idea because you can't right. start elsewhere because herd mentality because of peer pressure mm-hmm. and so on and then you have to really understand yourself and then really go above and beyond to be able to think for yourself it's not easy i understand that mm-hmm. so in terms, yep. of, in terms of populations no if you go to iraq right now they're gonna say no fuck iraq us everything is great fuck iraq and so on same thing you go i mean dude i've traveled to europe and you go to europe they say people from north america are gods like hey i'm from canada oh my god you're from canada I'm like yeah i'm from canada it's nothing special you know we pay shit still? kind of taxes they still yeah. say that shit wow yeah so even, i mean even after even after we've been bombing the world for fucking 20 30 years wow yeah I'm, that's crazy uh, yeah so the reality is if you go right now to iraq everybody everybody will want to go to the united states will want to go to canada why because they are fed all these you know movies and, and facebook and posts and music and videos and so on so so all oh, these yeah. things get into their head and they're like well shit you know uh, my street is all bumpy my car is old i want to live that high life i want to live the american dream but the reality right. is i mean i'm not too sure how far you've made it in terms of the american dream <laughs> <laughs> not very far but, dude not very far i don't own a house yeah yeah so I'm, basically I'm, you know you come here you're struck with the reality that you you know it's it's all a big game you just work your ass off get taxed 50% and so on and they're living actually in fact in iraq they live a better life than what we do here in north america that's the truth well you know they what don't exactly. have to work as hard to 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 make the same amount of living uh um level there so you know, you know you what's happening make... i'm sorry go ahead finish your thought so yeah i was just saying that you know instead of here you make for example $5000 to live an okay life uh there you make $300 but it doesn't matter the okay life is an okay life compared to your peers Right, right. Absolutely. I totally agree. And you don't do you know what's happened here my over my entire life, right? <clears throat> so my mother was able to go to school for free. College used to be free, but then they stopped that. Um you know, and they've slowly done away with more and more benefits so that we're the working poor. So and you know what it is it's a result of the protests here in the 1960s right the protests here in the 1960s freaked out our government so much that they figured oh my god we got to do whatever we can to take away these people's freedom so that they don't have the time to protest as much of course right <laughs> yeah so you know happened? what i uh, when when i first came to canada uh 13 14 years ago and I was I started getting into the system of you know studying and working and studying and working at some point I stopped and I was talking to my friends I'm like 
I swear to God, the the people here are just so programmed that in a in such a way that they are so busy in their day to day problems that they can't think about anything else. Because yes. you have so much yes. just to, to get by. If you can't, by, um, exactly. And it's by design, my brother. It's by design. Why? Because in the in the 1960s, we had some leaders that came up where we actually almost changed things to benefit the people over the corporation, right? But the power mm-hmm. structure freaked out, and and they'll never let that ever 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 happen again, right? So you don't now we don't allow reporters on the battlefield of war because we can't let people see what's really going on because. People don't like war. <laughs> you know, we got to we we brainwash and lie to people that we're bringing a rock democracy because we can't tell people, <laughs> oh, we're going to we're going to go kill half a million people because we want to steal their fucking oil. You know, uh, what's funny is um, during, I think, the 6th of January, when there is a lot of people going and storming through the capital, right? Yeah. So you see all these chaos. How did you feel? So, uh, Iraqis, Iraqis made a small little meme. So they showed uh, the capital and they photoshopped a couple of uh, helicopters and tanks and whatnot. And they said, Iraqis, uh, the Iraqi military is marching toward the United States to stabilize the country and re- reestablish order. <laughs> oh my God, that is so hilarious. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> Right, because we say that's what we're doing, but in reality, yeah, say we, we say that's what we're doing. But then we come to your, but then we come to your country, we bomb you back to the Stone Age. We use depleted uranium ammunition, so there's horrible childbirth deformations going on in in Iraq right now. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It is, it is so sad. And anybody that listens to this, you need to you need to look this up on YouTube. Deformed births in Iraq, in Iraq from yeah, depl- sure. from depleted uranium ammunition. It is horrible. We created a horrible war crime here, like we just like we did in Vietnam by using Agent Orange. It's the same thing. It's it's except it's worse because it's going to stay there for a thousand years because it's. Nuclear. But it's not only that; it's going to go through the next generation, and the other generation, and the other generation. It's just going to get passed on. Oh yeah, and it's going to destroy the farmland. Anybody that eats anything from that grows in that that land is going to get sick for the next ten thousand years. It's, but we said you we were have... bringing democracy. We said we were bringing. Uh, it makes me so sick, my friend. It makes me Let so me sick. Let me find let me find a video for you. Uh, it's by need, a lady. We need a revolution in this country, in the United States, more than anything, because ninety percent of the people are not for any of these wars. You know, some people have been brainwashed to believe that that we're defending ourselves, but anybody that has any intelligence at all knows yeah. exactly what's going on. We're taking no, I your think, oil. I think we're, we're mm. going to take Syria's oil, then we're going to take Libya's oil, and then who knows who's next, right? Of course. I mean, no, it's very evident. Next is Iran, that's for sure. 
Yeah, well, exactly. We've been trying for fucking since the 80s. Right? The Iran-Iraq war, we, we supported Iraq, and I just did a podcast on this, man. Um, we gave, and this and this is so fucked up because this spins right back to 9-11 and the weapons of mass destruction. So we gave Iraq chemical and biological weapons to use against Iran. So we knew that Iraq had some chemical and biological weapons. Why? Because we fucking gave them to them. We made them and we gave them to them. So we're the ultimate war criminal, right? The United States. But nobody talks about that. <clears throat> and then even still, Iran is still experiencing problems. The same thing, deformed births and stuff like that from the use of these chemical weapons in the 80s. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a video for you. Just give me a second here. So, um, so it, it's like it's like the United States is going around fucking everything up for a dollar. But then what are we going to end up with? We're going to end up with a toxic earth with air that we can't breathe, with water that we can't drink. And then there's going to be think, like... I don't think... I don't think... That's what I said. I, I don't think there is a thought process around long-term planning. It's all... Uh, there's no long-term. ROI. It's greed. Yeah. Because these 500 people are just getting richer and richer and richer. And they're killing the entire planet. So when are, when are we all going to rise up? And I guess it has to happen here because it's our military doing it, right? So... Fuck, what is it going to take to have a revolution in the United States? Because cause our, uh, government, I don't think, dude, I don't, mm, our yeah. government does not do what the people want at all. No. At all. <laughs> oh, my God. You brought a good point. I can, I can share so many videos about what you're talking about right now. But let me, let me get one by one. There is a lady who was involved in, uh, in you know, the... Uh, Iraq, two thousand three. Yeah. Um, she, oh, you're digging up. She, you're digging up facts. I like it. She's uh, she's she's American, um, but her okay. grandfather, I think, he's Iraqi. Okay. And she went there, and when she came back, she had lot of things to talk to the Congress and she was in the Congress talking with all these guys and it's on YouTube but she doesn't get publicized why she doesn't get publicized because her ideas goes against um, well, the, goes against the governments for sure that's one and yep. two her ideas doesn't make the government any money right uh, so she ends up getting uh, shut down yeah, here I mean, the government is supposed I, to work for the people, but it doesn't. It works for the corporations. So we need a revolution. Oh, here, no I way. got it. Okay, I got it. So if you look up uh, Dahlia Waspi. you got to spell that for me. D-A-H-L-I-A. D-A-H-L-I-A. Waspi. W-A-S-F-I. And then okay. a, 
a semicolon, like what do you call these two dots, one above the other? A col uh, yeah, co colon. Colon. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing green about the green zone. So the green zone is, is an area in Iraq in which the U.S. established itself. It's, it's, oh, um, it's, uh, she's talking in, in this is, uh, her talk in, uh, 2008 about, um, well, about what the U.S. military, she's talking specifically about the agriculture life in Iraq and how diverse it was prior to the, um, American invasion. And she talks in details about how the United States did that to transform Iraq just as another land to produce, um, uh, Seeds and and profit off of the no sorry not seeds to produce um, uh, agriculture um, like fruits and vegetables and so on and then yeah. profit off of that on top of the agriculture yeah on top of the oil so and she goes into details how the agricultural landmark was very diverse and then the U.S. government well not the U.S. government the army I mean went and they took over all the seed supply and then they started supplying only specific type of seeds to the uh, farmers so that they can only grow these types of um, uh, agricultural life that's what they're doing here that's what they're doing yeah, here. I mean, they're letting they're letting companies like monsanto those executives I think she, yeah i think she talks about monsanto get, <laughs> oh yeah those yeah. The executives, it's its called a revolving door, right? So yeah. executives from Monsanto get a position in the government, then they make laws, then they go back to Monsanto, and they take yeah. advantage of those laws. Sure, sure. Um, and then she talks about, and she goes in detail. And whatnot. So this is just one aspect. <laughs> and then uh, the other aspect is when, when the U.S. military get, got assimilated, and then was sent to Iraq. A lot of people were really not fit for for being in the military. And that's why you have all these war crimes that happened in Iraq, like putting people naked in the on the streets and then taking pictures and all these things. I'm pretty sure you heard about it. Oh, it's horrible. Um, well, so over here, if you turned on the news, after 9-11, any, any Muslim person was like a savage, right? So they painted this picture, the media painted this picture that, you know, any Muslim is like less than human. So that all of a sudden you're trying to get the American public to go along with treating them like less than human, right? And that's what I mean, happened, this is the, right? I mean, you can understand, I can understand that because it's part of the agenda. Yeah, absolutely. To destabilize the entire region, to take all of the oil. And that was a plan from before 9-11. And I, I think, I think the United States committed 9-11 with the help of Israel and Saudi Arabia. I mean, if you don't think that, then it will be a joke because with all the CIA, with all the intelligence and with all the technology the United States has, it is impossible to think otherwise. Right. And there's like, this group. Like the, United States, the United States knows exactly how many pieces of hair I have in my butt right now. 
If you're telling me exactly. that there's an airplane that comes and travels and it's hijacked and so on, and not only that, like there is, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, you researched 9-11 in documentaries, it's available on YouTube. I, I, yeah. I'm actually yeah. surprised why they didn't take it down. <laughs> I'm surprised. I know. Well, well, you know what? They keep taking them down, but people keep putting them up. So I have a YouTube channel and another thing with Dave on YouTube. And, and under playlists, I have probably 300 documentaries that are really important like that. 9-11, about how we invaded and took over Iran, about how we fucked over just the history of everything, this history of the CIA and how dirty it is, right? And nobody in the United States knows this shit because we've been so brainwashed and our school system is so horrible. So people don't know our history and it's by design, right? If you don't know the history, then you're bound to repeat it, right? Of course, yeah. So, yeah. Saying so, by so someone, we're, I can't forget. So we're kept really ignorant over here. That's why we don't have free education. We don't have free college, you know? And I know, you know, I know because doing research, I learned that before we invaded Iraq, Iraq used to be like the most liberal country in the Middle East. Women had more rights than anywhere else. You know, it was a thriving, pretty equal society. Not, uh, not, yeah. I mean, once Saddam came, he kind of messed things up. But um, the way I think about well, it now is well, Saddam that, is our. That's what once again. The CIA put Saddam in power, right? Yeah, but uh, I don't think they were able to control him. And I think... No, no, they weren't. He was he was really trying to uh, make Iraq a better country. Mm -hmm. but I think so, for too. Him to that, but for him to do that, he must shut down everybody else. So he did. And then we didn't like it. We Iraqis didn't like it. But now we're paying the price because that's the only way if you want to maintain your security. Like think like like the United States right now puts her nose into every other country's uh, internal affairs. Yeah. So think about think about Russia putting her nose in the United States affairs, internal affairs. Mm -hmm. Think yeah. what's going to happen, right? It's going to get messed up. Of course. So. Saddam was doing that, but he was doing it very aggressively, and that's what—that's why Iraqis were so eager for anybody to come and liberate them. It wasn't necessarily about yeah. the United States. If it was right. Russia, we would—we would have been also okay with it. Okay. But then, once that happened, and then the years after that, and the consequences. Now, looking back at it. I wouldn't want that to happen. No, I'd be happy with Saddam. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't and have that, to curse them. Right. <laughs> and that's right, it. Because I'll then he, right, because then that leads us to the green zone. So here we are, the green zone. We created the, the, the U.S., the largest U.S. military base in the world in Iraq, and it'll never go away, right? The green zone, right. like, we pulled out the troops, quote-unquote, but we still have this 
massive military base that's like a city with a ton of fucking military people in it, right? And so as long as we call those peacekeeping forces, then we don't have okay. to say that we have any troops in Iraq, sure. right? Sure. But but the truth of the matter is, I don't know, I think we probably still have at least 50,000 fucking troops there. Yeah, I don't know the, the numbers on top of my head, to be honest with you. Nobody does, yeah, because they won't tell us. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Because they tried to tell us, they're trying to convince us that we pulled our troops out. But I'm calling bullshit on that. Oh, we got another message. Chill, chill, it's your boy, Charles, Charles. Jesus, Charles, what are you, like nine years old? Go to bed, kid. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's, that. that's, I think that's uh, currently the state uh, that we're in. Um, I think Iraq is stuck deep in the, in the weeds, in the weeds, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, all this deficit and so on, like, it's very hard for it to, to stand on its legs anymore. Like, I don't see Iraq coming back to life anytime soon. And that breaks my heart, because it was, I mean, for fuck's sake, it's the cradle of humanity. It's its the origin of civilization. Oh, my God. Sure. We, oh, my God. It kills me. Breaks my heart. You know? I mean, that yeah. We did that but for what? And we did that for what? So, like, three or four companies could make a fuck ton of profit? And pollute our and pollute our planet more, like you know, with climate change and everything, we need to move beyond fossil fuels anyway. So, like, man, well, that's unrealistic to move beyond fossil fuels and in the short term. That well, in the short term, yeah, but we need to start. We it's not like we're going to flip a switch and stop using them, but we need to move towards. Right. So. Sure. Investing, investing in alternatives, researching alternatives. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And stopping these wars of of imperialism. Ultimately, I mean, what the fuck? I think it's, like, it's United... hard to stop these things because um, uh, the the struggle to power is always going going to be there. It's not going to stop. And the winning country is going to be, that's the reality. The winning country is going to be the country who established power all over the place. And that's currently the United States. But the United States, in my opinion, has been losing its power for now 10, 15 years. And China is becoming more powerful. Now you hear all like China, China, China. And uh, you have Russia on the other hand, on the other side. And just recently, about two months ago, there was a trade that was made, the trade deal that was made in the absence of the United States and Canada. And basically, the, the world is moving on without us. So we're going to be left over. Left well, behind us. And it's about time, too, because, you know, we've been oppressing the rest of the world, like, trying to keep the rest of the world down while we move forward in, as opposed to bringing everybody forward, you know? And China and Russia 
have the right idea. They're going to work together. Um, no, I think yeah, China had to deal with China and India, and I think uh, Singapore and um, and Australia. So they made a, tra- a trade deal between them in the absence of the United States because, and Canada, of course, because Canada is an extension of the United States. Um, yeah. So yeah, and because Trump is against is against China. So, but I think I mean, it's all the government. It's all what the government is doing. So if if the American people choose at some point the right government, that would fix things up. But the other problem well, abs- is that government is only abs- going to be there for four years, tops eight yeah. years. Yeah, so I agree with you. But always- but part of part of you know there's a whole system put in place to keep people ignorant here, um, to make it hard to vote. You know, like it. It's on the, the amount yeah, so, of effort. So what's the way? Into- how to? How to solve that problem? I think just edu- like we're doing right now, educate, te- teach people how to how to do it. You know, you gotta you gotta register to vote. You gotta take place. You gotta take part in your local elections, your city council, your student body. You, you know, your 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 um. You know, and, and that and the grassroots level will have a great effect. There is another nice um, video that I want and to everybody do. should and everybody should just watch as many documentaries as they can to learn the history of the United States because we've been taught as as citizens of the United States we've been taught a lie that we've been out there protecting world democracy when in reality the CIA has been out there overthrowing countries overthrowing democracies there there's a there's a nice video on YouTube you should look that up yeah. It's uh, by a, a channel called Represent US. One word. And the video called Corruption is Legal in America. You, you should probably watch it. And it tells you how policies is made and how the American people have too little to influence policies. And it's only those giant uh, companies and corporations that have the say in what gets right. passed and what doesn't get passed. That's exactly so, it. Yeah, it's um, it's tricky. Yeah. What what to do? <laughs> and what then, to do? You're yeah. you're in the in the receiving end only. You 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 yeah. like they give people the false sense of uh, freedom. Like here, freedom is you can talk, but that's it. You can only talk. You that's can't it. do anything else. That's it. And you know what? Like it, I can talk. But how many of my followers on Facebook hear it? Oh, I'm censored, right? I have 1,100 sure. friends on I have 1,100 friends on Facebook, but if I post something about Israel, five or six people see it. Sure. It's yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, this um, is weird. This the censorship is weird. Sometimes I post the randomest things, and it gets viewed by a, a lot of friends of mine, and then. When I put something else, it just zero views, and I'm wondering how the fuck that's happening. Right. Yeah, I've got a I got a few documentaries I'd like to recommend. Um, sure. There's one 
called The Secret of the Seven Sisters. And it's about the oil companies and how they all conspired to break the law to take over the world, basically. Um, the and then of another the seven one. Sisters. That's on YouTube, right? Yeah. yeah, I found it. Yep. Yeah, these are all on YouTube. Yeah. And that one's like, it's four parts, I think. And then there's okay. another one. A Hundred Years in the Middle East is a great one as well. And that talks about how the oil companies basically divided up the Middle East. Um, a hundred years in the Middle East. Fight for yep. oil. hundred years in the Middle East, okay. Got it. Yep, that one, exactly. And then um, another one called The Corporation. The Corporation, that's it? Documentary? Yep, documentary. And that one describes... You know, how a corporation's only goal is to make money. So they're never going to look out for people, for society, all these oh, of things. Course, yeah. It's, it's, and then the it's last for one. for profit organizations. Only. Only for sure. profit. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you, yeah. and you, can't, you can't just look at something through that lens. You have to look at it through, you know, a That's holistic a holistic lens, right? So you have to see the whole picture. Yeah. And you have to be socially responsible. Exactly. Sure. Then the last one, then the is, last one. Plu yeah. is plutocracy. And it's spelled P-L-U-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. Yeah, it. Divide and rule. D divide and rule. Part yeah, yeah. Part one. And that's a... That, yep. And that's a great one. And that talks about how corporations have gotten the government to use race to divide and conquer so that the rich can stay rich and the rest of us stay working slaves. Sure. Yeah. And, I and mean, people, people here would like to think... Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say people here you know, fantasize about, you know, there is equal opportunity and this and that, but the reality is mm -hmm. it's equal opportunity at at the bottom level of, of uh, you know, right. of the money-making exactly. engine. Right. Because it's very hard to, to go anywhere. They make right. it super you hard can, for you. You can equally fight for the scraps on the bottom. Exactly. Sure. But but all the good pieces are are already eaten and taken up, and, and it's like it's like a dinner table, you know. Only a little scrap falls on the floor, but you know, somehow we and you still have these allow multi-million-dollar, you know, families, you know, the Rothschild family and this and that, that are basically, you know, they just they. Like there is a whole system. Like if you look at the financial system in in America, it's completely flawed. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like the banks can yeah. the banks get a hundred dollars. They can lend out ninety five dollars out of that hundred dollars, <laughs> and then they lend it to another bank, and another bank gets this ninety five. Like I'm pretty sure you saw it. It's in that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's exactly. Crazy. So. It yeah, so you deposit a a hundred dollars in the bank. Now the bank can loan out a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like what? 
It's ten to one. Like so, yeah. it's a setup. So that just shows you what a house of cards it is. Hey, we got one more message here. Dude. All right. I don't even know how to pronounce your name. N O M E. You are hitting so many points. I love being an American, but at the same time, you are right. Those people that sit in those Senate seats and those Congress seats and that line, our judicial system, they're all puppets that are put in place by a higher hierarchy. The people that at the top of our pyramid, the true power lies within the wealth. And what I mean by that, corporations, because the corporations line those people's pockets, which in turn have those people pass laws that's beneficial for the corporations more than it is for the people that put them in those seats. So I think that you are hitting on some facts. And I respect that so much, man, because I love being American. But once we realize that, the better off we'll be. Demand. Sure. Absolutely. Speaking Thank you. Truth. I mean, there is, yes. there is a famous um, saying by uh, Nathan Rothschild. And he said it some, some, sometime in the 18, 1860, 1870, something like that, 1800s, 1860 or something like that. And he said something into the effect of, <clears throat> I, I care not what, what, when the cr crown lies in the head of something, but, you know, the, the effect of the message is who, um, how, how does it go? Um, he said something Whoever to the effect of, I, I care not who, co who controls the politics, just let me control the money. Yeah, exactly. He who controls the money, control, he who controls the money supply controls the British Empire, and I control the money supply. Something to the effect yep. of that. Yeah. So that's, that's have been forever true, and it's even more true today. Because yeah. you, you have all these populations <laughs> of people, and they keep everybody just so busy running after the dollar so that they can barely survive so that when you are extremely busy you don't get the chance to think about any like think about the average american life uh, average american person lifestyle they work yeah. 95 jobs they go home they get some pizza they watch some movies some netflix get drunk sleep rinse and repeat rinse and repeat that rinse and repeat and then yeah, and then, you know, when you get into that kind of mentality, it's so hard to get out of it. You just keep doing it forever and ever and ever until, you know, the, the supply of people change, you know. And right. uh, and honestly, good for them. Like, they are smart people. They they were able to, to capitalize on, on, on people's um, short-term... Uh, interest.